Welcome to the Fit Movement Podcast, a podcast all about pursuing his intended target. What's going on, everybody? This is episode 42 of the Fit Movement Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, or welcome back if you've been a consistent listener. Welcome to our September Fit Check. I hadn't had a chance to release this episode yet. I know we're about 10 days into October, but wanted to make sure and have a September Fit Check to go over all the things that I've learned and things that are helping me pursue his intended target more. As I was going through this, making some notes, making a game plan for this month's Fit Check, I think I'm going to try to do it in three parts from here on out. I think I'm going to give you updates just about the podcast, fit movement as a whole. Uh, Second part I'm going to do is what I learned, things that I learned from in the month of September, whether that be a book, movie, podcast, anything like that, kind of my biggest things I took away. And then lastly, how I am growing. So what am I doing in the month of October to better pursue his intended target, whether that be a habit, uh, rhythm, or anything in between. So I think that's how I'm going to start doing these episodes. I want to make them tangible for you guys. I don't. It's not important to me that you guys just listen just so you can hear my story. I want you guys to be uh, caught up on things for sure with the podcast. It's not as much as like this is Noah's podcast as much as it is. I want you guys to be able to take things away. And hopefully through my journey, I can help you guys take some of those tangible stuff away. So let's jump in first with some updates. So if you hadn't had a chance to listen between uh, the last Fit Check and now, we've had three other episodes uh, that have come out. Episode 39 was with Tanner Streeter of Acts 29 Roofing. He was in ministry and then felt the call to leave the ministry and then ended up starting Acts 29 Roofing, which is obviously Christian-based, but it reaches so many different people that he would have never had the chance to reach outside of the church. Uh, One of the things that stuck out to me in that episode was just that all the steps he took when you listen to the episode, the skills that he obtained over his time in ministry helped him to be a better business leader in his roofing company. And I'm a huge believer that the skills you obtain, no matter if you feel like you're in a job you're supposed to be in, not supposed to be in, in a weird season, the skills you learn in those seasons will only help you in getting to where you feel God has you. So that was really cool for me to get to see another example of that. That's not the only example I've seen from the past 42 episodes, but that was just another reminder of that. Episode 40 was with Sheen Chowning. We talked about his uh, upcoming book, Dark Thoughts Into the Light. And it was a collection of poems. And we just talked about vulnerability, uh, being able to put something out there that hopefully helps people uh, when they're going through a tough time, just as Sheen was. Um, And just the platform of using writing and poetry to creatively express that. Another episode I would recommend going back to and then the last episode i gave you guys an update about where i was why i hadn't put out an episode in five weeks of just uh enduring valleys and how do i 
make sure to continue to pursue God even in those valleys, kind of the things I learned as I kind of went through a season in a valley. So make sure to check out those three episodes if you haven't. Moving on to the second part, what I learned from the month of September. First thing I learned was I needed to slow down on some habits that I was trying to hit to be more effective. So I felt like in September, I had about five habits that I was trying to nail down that I was trying to get back into uh, after kind of struggling with them earlier, a couple months before. So I was trying to get back to it and I felt like I wasn't being very effective. I felt like I was maybe 50, maybe 60% of the time hitting on that habit daily. There were about five daily habits that I wanted to uh, knock down, get done. And I wasn't doing that. Like I said, I was doing it about half the time, maybe 60% at most. So what I've done this month is I needed to take a step back. I needed to be okay with letting some of those go. And I only chose three of those habits to try to uh, nail down this month. So it was reading, training, and prayer. Those are the three ones that I wanted to make sure that I set aside as many days as I can this month, trying to do it every day. I know I won't get it done every single day, but I'm trying to as many days in a row nail down that habit of getting those done uh, even more so than I have been in the past. So uh, a couple of the other ones I wanted to let go if I get them done, but I'm not keeping track of those. So those are the three that I'm keeping track of this month. Um, but I had to be okay with letting a couple of those go to be more effective at what I feel are the most important ones right now for me in this season. The second thing I learned is it is okay to quit a book. Now, some of you guys may already do this, and kudos to you guys that, that have the the capacity to do that, to quit a book. I was always a person that grew up feeling like I had to finish every book. If I start a book, I had to finish. Maybe that's just my type A uh, or my Enneagram number that, you know, makes me feel the need to do that. But I was going through social media. One of the people I followed had a quote talking about, you know, you should reread great books, books that really stuck out to you. And you should be able to quit books that, you know, you don't find fulfilling or don't bring value to you. So I had checked out this book from the library. I was about 80 pages in. And though the stories were decent, they weren't too bad or kind of interesting. I didn't feel like the application to where I was, it was beneficial to me. So I did the impossible, closed the book, returned it to the library, didn't even finish it. Um, it was uh, it was harder to do maybe in the moment or to feel the guilt, but ultimately it led me to reading the next book, which I'm going to talk about, and I really enjoyed it. And, you know, I've, I'm a person who always has a lot of books on my list, a lot of books I'd like to get to read. So if a book isn't fulfilling that need, isn't growing you, pushing you closer to where you want to be or where God has you, then... I will give you permission to quit. <laughs> and sometimes I have to give myself permission uh, to do that as well. So it was good. It was a good learning experience. I feel like maybe I've quit a book before, but this feels like officially the first time I've done it. So uh, I was glad that to get over the hump and something that I'll continue to try to do again if the need arises. So that next book that I read, the book that I got to after I quit the library book was Live No Lies by John Mark Comer. 
Uh, I will say I'm definitely a biased John Mark Comer fan. Uh, I have been since I read uh, God Has a Name, which was the first book I read of his. Now, I think it was three years ago, and ever since then, I've always been a fan. He's always done a really good job, in my opinion, of like making these complex topics about being a Christian, following Jesus, simple, even though he still gets to the meat and potatoes of the topics, but does so in like a very conversational way and a way that I feel is easy to understand and apply. Live No Lies is his newest book, and it talks about combating the three evils in our world, which is the devil himself, our flesh, and the world, and how we can implement spiritual rhythms and practices to help create in us a way to combat those three enemies. Uh, I thought it was a really good book. The thing that I'm probably taking away initially, and I just finished this probably three days ago now, is just to be ultra aware of what I'm letting in. That being, what are the things I'm telling myself in my head about myself? What are the things I'm consuming that are having an effect on my character, on my actions, on my uh, mental processes? These are the things that this book hits on heavily. It hits on a lot of other things. But again, my immediate takeaway is just being ultra aware of those things. And what are the things that maybe I'm finding that I need to uh, discipline myself a little bit more on? Maybe I shouldn't uh, consume this type of entertainment as much or listen to this or watch certain things. Um, these are things I'm a little bit more aware of after reading this book. I would highly recommend it as I would recommend any of his books. Um, but that was Live No Lies by John Mark Comer. The second book I read, which was before the book that I quit, was Attitude by Jay Wright. Jay Wright is, or was, the head basketball coach at Villanova University. And he had been there for, I want to say, about 20 years. He just recently retired this last year. Uh, was I'm a big college basketball fan, for those who may not know. Uh, Villanova is not my favorite program that I root for. Shout out to Duke. But I had a great respect for Villanova when they came into uh, being one of the better teams of this last 10, 15 years. They had won multiple national championships within the last 10 years. And this book followed their run. They made, I believe it was 20... 16 maybe 2017 uh, but it kind of followed their journey through the season and also talked about like the culture of Villanova and what Jay Wright implemented into his program uh, it was just cool to read about the values and characteristics of the culture that they have in Villanova uh, it made me enjoy the book even more I knew what happened in the season like, I knew they won the national championship, so that wasn't really a surprise. But the, to talk about why this characteristic mattered and how we implemented it into our team was cool. And I liked, I'm obviously big into sports and played sports. So uh, a lot of these sports metaphors I try to relate to, like, how can we take this aspect of sports that's done really well, how they put these characteristics and implement them into a team culture? How can we do that as followers of Christ? 
I try to think of that, like how can we create these team uh, and feel like we are competing to better be followers of Jesus and not competing like I want to be better than another person, but like together collectively, how can we do that? And so uh, maybe that's through small groups or the church as a whole, but that was really cool. Just again, see uh, what Jay Wright had to say about his team and how he developed the winning culture at Villanova. The last book I read, which definitely the biggest surprise out of the books I read in September, was called The Dot by Peter Reynolds. And this was a kid's book. So right now, two days a week, I work at the thrift store with ChristFit. And uh, one person had donated a bunch of kids' books. So during my shift, some of the, one of the responsibilities I do is going through the things that are donated and putting them out on the floor, pricing them making sure they get out on the floor ready to buy for when customers come in. And so I go through these kids' books, and uh, I am a sucker for if I see a kids' book that looks like it has some cool illustrations or maybe a cool uh, story in it that I'm going to take some time and look through it. Um, and so this one kind of struck me, even though it had kind of a basic name, but I like the illustrations of it, so I pop it open. I know it's going to take me five minutes to read, so I start reading it. And it's about uh, this student who's in art class and she comes up to the teacher and the teacher says, you know, what's wrong? The student says, hey, I'm no good at art. I don't I can't do anything. I don't have any ideas. I'm not going to do anything. And the teacher encourages her like, can you just try to do something? Just anything. Hey, how, why don't you just draw a dot? So the kid draws the dot and the teacher applauds is very uh, appreciative of her trying to do that. So from the approval and the praise of the teacher, the student now gets a little bit momentum and goes, you know what? I think I can actually make a better dot than that. And so then the story goes on. She makes all these different dots, which then turns into a cool art thing. So then she's got all these papers on the wall of dots, different ones, cool designs. So then another little boy comes up to the student who drew all these dots and goes, wow, I wish I could be an artist. I don't I can't do it. I don't have the the skills to be as good an artist as you are. And so then the girl goes, well, draw something. Why don't you just start with something? So then the kid draws a squiggle and then the kid approves it and the book ends. But I just thought that was such a cool example of sometimes we just need to help people get started. They just need a little push, a little positive encouragement to get started and you don't know where that's going to lead i thought it did a really good job of doing that and so though it was a kid's book and you know it was very simple and easy i still felt like it packed a punch so i made sure to buy it <laughs> i'm keeping that one for the library so when i have kids or some of my friends who have kids i'll make sure that they get to read it but that was the dot by peter reynolds all right we made it to our third section of the fit check. How am I growing? So what am I doing this month to be better than I was last month and better at being in pursuit of what God has for me? There's two things. One thing I do every October, some of you probably saw it from Instagram or social media, is I'm taking part in Squattober, something I've always done now for the last, I want to say, four years. I think 2017 was the first. So yeah, this should be year five 
of Squattober. I've done many different versions of it, but basically in my head, Squattober involves doing some version of squatting every day in the month of October. So I created a program for free that I sent out to people that I'm following along, basically just doing body weight squats. You can do them with some weight, but I'm doing that. That's one of the things that I'm doing to push myself, challenge myself. Just a little fun thing, nothing too crazy about it, but hopefully by the end of October, I will have 2,500 squats completed. If that sounds like something you want to do, it's not too late. I can send that to you. Uh, you can send me a message on social media or email me, Noah, at fitmovement.com, and I can send that program to you, and you can finish out the rest of the month with us who are following that program. The big thing I'm focusing on, and I decided to do this with a friend, uh, is I am focusing on the habit of Sabbath, the rhythm of Sabbath, really trying to nail down a Sabbath practice. Uh, so I wanted to get really technical with it. I wanted to make sure I was actually writing something down and trying to follow that every week, one day a week. I haven't done a great job, I would say, of like having a Sabbath practice. Sundays, yes, are usually a little more chill for me. That's the best day for me at this point to practice Sabbath, but I haven't been intentional about really uh, focusing on, you know, delighting and enjoying in Jesus on those days. And so what I've tried to do, what I've written down that I'm going to try to do on Sundays or on my days of Sabbath are three things. One, I'm going to try to get outside. It is super nice here in Oklahoma right now in the month of October. Some cold starting to come in, but still warm enough that I want to spend time outside just delighting, resting, reading, walking, whatever the case may be. I'm going to try to just enjoy, just to be in God's presence outside. Uh, no really parameters around it as long as I'm embracing what the Creator has made for us to enjoy. Number two is I'm going to try to get away from my phone. This one's probably going to be the hardest uh, just because it hasn't been something I've actively been practicing very often uh, outside from a couple fasts here and there of like social media or that thing or things like that. Uh, so I'm going to delete my social media apps on if I do it on a Sunday, Saturday night, and then re-download them. I'm either going to delete them or log off of them. So hopefully that will create a big enough boundary for me to not get back on them until the week gets started or the Sabbath is over, which would be Monday morning for me. So I'm going to try to stay away from my phone basically as much as possible outside of maybe calling a friend or some text or things like that. Uh, the last one I'm going to try to do, and I'm not going to, we'll see if I can do it every week, but I told myself at minimum twice a month, so two Sabbaths out of the four in a typical month, I'm going to try to do some type of communal Sabbath activity, which right now would be looking like, in my head, me inviting people over for like a Sabbath dinner. Uh, and after reading a little bit about Sabbath, li listening to a couple podcasts, uh, I do want to have some form of Sabbath, not only just being a thing that I do, but it's something I can do alongside other people. So that was my kind of inspiration for trying to do that. And I've uh, made my new apartment here 
available enough to have people over to have uh, some type of room to have a table for dinner or chairs and that kind of stuff as opposed to just making it a total single guys pad uh, i did do it with the intent of hopefully having people over so this is one of those rhythms i do want to try to have so those are the three i'm going to shoot for in october uh, i will give you an update on those things when we get to our fit check for november so we are over 20 minutes into this i think i've covered everything i want to for our september fit check thank you guys for continuing to listen we will continue back with another episode here in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Fit Movement Podcast. If you found value in this episode or any of our other previous episodes, we would ask that you please share with others. Also, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would help others find us as we hope to spread this message with as many people as possible. If you want to reach me or Emmanuel um, personally, please reach out to us at fitpodcast at gmail.com. That's P-H-I-T podcast at gmail.com dot com.